Love music? How to make it sound better? Welcome back to another Textination interview. Joining us from Helm Audio is brand and product manager, Chris Hiley. Hi, Chris. Hi, Fred. How's it going? Terrific. Well, Helm Audio has been around for, I guess, about five years now. Give us a, a little background, if you can, to start with and, and sort of the company's reason for being. Sure. Helm Audio, uh, I'll, I'll I'll go to the reason first. So the Helm Audio kind of exists uh, to kind of make, you know, audiophile less of a dirty word for the consumer um, and to bring high quality audio uh, at, a, at a reasonable price for consumers, for users. Uh, and was started um, by Eric Johnson, uh, who is a former Navy pilot who uh, has been kind of uh, living and doing passion uh, work in audio for five years, maybe a little bit longer um, before Helm was started. But, uh, you know, Helm exists so that, uh, you know, we can kind of find places in the market to deliver products that we think are needed, that that are that solve a, a problem for users, but also to do it high, high quality and at a price point that doesn't necessarily put it at, uh, you know, kind of at a, an oligarch's budget. Well said these days. So yeah. for most of us, uh, our mobile phones are where we turn to for music, I suppose, a variety of streaming services to choose from. You have some new devices on the market that can really, I mean, I mean, really help to make that music sound, I suppose we could say the way it should. Tell us about it. Sure. Uh, we've had a product called the the Helm Audio Bolt, and uh, I can actually hold it up here and it actually has our USB adapter attached to it. I'll remove that so you can kind of see this a little bit better in detail. I'm not going to label it the USB-C end, but the Helm Bolt is a digital analog converter. So, you know, there was a time when your smartphone had a headphone output and then uh, depending on the make in the model, you know, you may have lost that headphone output, but the truth is, is that headphone output wasn't that wonderful to begin with. Most of the time, uh, unless you're buying a premium phone product that, you know, is actually featuring a high end output, and there just aren't very many of those on the market, your headphone output traditionally has been designed for size to be small, uh, current draw. And then what ends up happening is with all those components kind of in a very small space uh, and designed to be kind of easy on the phone manufacturer's budget to keep the cost low, you end up with audio quality that ends that's just subpar uh, in terms of if you want to power a you know a decent pair of headphones, not just a, a pair of earbuds, anything that you know does a little bit more full bandwidth, full frequency, uh, full spectrum playback, um, you need to have something that will represent and power the headphones a little bit more properly. And the Helm Audio Bolt does that. It's a digital analog converter. So if you don't, if your headphone doesn't have a head, if your smartphone, excuse me, doesn't have a headphone out, um, the Bolt will serve as a headphone out. It has a USB-C uh, connector on one end that serves as the input. And then it also has a three and a half millimeter or, you know, in in imperial language, the uh, one eighth inch uh, tip ring sleeve uh, headphone output on the other end. And what that does is it'll take a digital signal from your phone and then runs it through a very, very, very premium set of converters and gives you very high fidelity coming out 
Um, how high fidelity? Well, you know, if we think about CD quality, CDs, you know, basically have a sampling rate, right? Which is how many times, if we want to kind of put it in very simple parlance, audio gets, you know, sampled or a picture um, at a certain rate per second, right? And CDs were 44,100 uh, kind of snapshots, audio snapshots per second. The Bolt can do 384 kilohertz or 384,000 snapshots per second uh, replaying audio or rendering audio. That all is dependent upon your source file where you're going to stream from or what, what's stored locally on your phone. Um, there are two formats that have really, really gotten traction, especially in the last year. One format is called MQA or Master Quality Authenticated. It's a British technology uh, that does a uh, an analysis and a in a in a file storage on the origination end that requires hardware. So whoever's providing the content needs to run uh, that audio file into the MQA package, and then it's put online on a server to stream. But then it requires a special authentication chip to come back so that you can render it properly at the full file resolution. They have a process that they call um, musical or audio origami, where they store a very high quality file in an MP3 data footprint. So very high quality audio at a very, very economic streaming package, but you need the MQA, you need, a, you need the authentication chip on the back end and the proper technology to unfold it. Um, MQA is currently available from Tidal in streaming uh, for Western listeners. Uh, there are other packages in, in uh, you know, if you're in China or in Japan, MQA has got some different providers there. Um, the other format that's gotten a lot of traction and got a lot of buzz, and it's actually gotten some of our videos a lot of viewing, is Apple introduced lossless audio last year. Lossless audio is available from Apple Music, um, and what lossless audio does is it uses Apple's what they call an ALAC format, which is basically FLAC, uh, which for those who are in the know, FLAC is a lossless audio uh, streaming or data packet, and ALAC is just Apple's branding of FLAC. Um, but Apple Music made ALAC files available from Apple Music, however, it's not available or you won't be able to render it in full quality without a DAC. And so uh, the Bolt serves very well with, uh, with iOS products or with, if you're you know, using a Mac, uh, you're able to actually render those files that you're gonna get from Apple. And I think the highest quality I've seen on their servers, and I'm not, I'm not an expert at it chasing it down, but I think the highest thing I've seen has been somewhere around like the 192 kilohertz, but you need a DAC to be able to render those files properly. And you need to listen then on wired headphones. Uh, Bluetooth won't cut it when you're talking about lossless audio, just because data packets are too big, the bandwidth is, is, is too large. So you need to go with a wired solution, but the Bolt works marvelously well with Apple Music. Um, we have a video up uh, via helmaudio.com and our support page for, uh, for the Bolt. But we also have something if you want to look up, if you just looked up Helm Audio, Bolt, Apple Music on, on YouTube, you'll find a, a very well-watched video there. It just explains the process on how to do it. It's very exciting stuff. Um, if you've never heard MQA or you've never listened to Lossless Audio and Apple Music, um, 
you really should give it a try. I am still working in audio engineering and music production, um, you know, on a, you know, on a fairly regular basis. The first time I listened to MQA, uh, I was stunned. Uh, to be honest, I was a little nervous because uh, I could tell you what I was listening to. I was listening to um, Tori Kelly and I was listening to Coffee on the record, which just released two years ago, I think. And listening to it in MQA, I was absolutely terrified. It made me go back and go, okay, I'm going to need to make sure that my engineering, my music production stuff is really dialed up because you aren't going to be able to hide anything uh, in these lossless formats. And lossless audio and Apple Music, very, 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 very similar experience. Now, the thing about lossless audio is you might find a format that is, or you might find content that's 16-bit 44.1. Uh, so that we're, you know, we're talking about that sampling resolution, that CD standard, that'd be listening to a CD via Apple Music, that quality. That's still an improvement over traditional, um, what Apple you know, uses, which is a codec called AAC. I don't want to get too technical, but basically it's, it's, it's better than MP3, but you're still dealing with data compression on your audio. And that's really what a lot of these, you know, that's definitely what DACs are, are, are pushing against or not, you know, we're really trying to deliver better quality in that convenience package that users and listeners are accustomed to now. Um, you know, it, the wonderful thing about having the smartphone is that you carry your computer in your pocket. It's got everything there. The problem is, is that in order to adopt that package, we really, we really took a hit on our quality in terms of content in regards to, you know, how full bandwidth that comes. And, and you know, it's just kind of like, if you look at it, like, remember the first time you saw uh, a 4k television and how stunning that resolution was sorry my my dog might get excited here um it's the age but, of zoom dogs yes, are allowed yeah for real. hopefully hopefully he doesn't want to go chase a squirrel out there he gets kind of excited apologize about that in advance um but uh the first time you saw a 4k television you it, it was kind of a quality that you could not believe with your eyes, right? You, you, you're so used to either you saw standard and when we saw 1080, we was like, well, that's, that's, that's an improvement. And you saw 4k, you're like, I can see the hair on that cheetah as he's going for the, you know, go for the antelope. Uh, when you listen to lossless audio or listen to MQA and you listen to these higher formats, and by the way, Amazon music allows, they've got an HD package that allows for streaming. That's not either of those formats. It's flack. Um, sometimes it's downloadable wave files. When you when you're listening to that stuff for the first time, you're kind of stunned by all the things that you kind of passed by before. Even if you're listening to lossless audio that's sixty that sixteen bit forty four one, it's still like a revelation that I there there are things here that I I didn't notice before. Um, the stereo field is better imaging in terms of what you're listening to uh, positioning in the mix uh, feels more immersive and and you know the crazy thing is that apple's going even further working with like dolby uh atmos uh and they've got their spatial audio packages uh that they're that they're doing there uh and if you really want to experience that you you're going to need to have a dac uh in order to do it and you know the bolt is a you know is a portable mobile way 
uh, it's a solution that works really well. Uh, and it's, it sounds phenomenal. Uh, it's, it it's does. Really it really, it really has a, a wow factor as you were saying, tell yeah. us about pricing. So pricing on the bolt is, uh, is pretty reasonable. I'm just going to double check because we're doing some things right now that, uh, that are, we've got some products coming out later this year, uh, that are going to drive some things around a little bit, but um i just want to make sure i don't give somebody the wrong so yeah currently uh at the bolt lists at 119 um us uh currently if you were going to grab that it's going to be uh 110 10999 uh and it's a so that's a you know that's a reasonable price for uh you know our closest competition in this market generally tends to be north of 200 dollars. so it's a competitively pro priced product Terrific. And then you have something that you call the DB12. And uh, this can be used, they can be used separately or, or together these units. Tell me about it. Yeah. So uh, this is the DB12 amp and I'll hold it up here and you can see it's about the size of, you know, uh, of your key fob for your car. And this, and th this has a built-in battery that needs charging, but we should mention that uh, the other, the bolt, is powered by your device. You don't yes. need to charge it. Thank you. Yes, uh, correct. I, uh, so the DB12 is a mobile headphone amplifier. Uh, and it's actually pretty stunning for what it does. It, it's a completely analog device in terms of uh, none of the signal actually hits that, that, that passes through the device. Nothing that goes to the listener actually hits a digital, um, a digital circuit at all. So this is not a DAC. Uh, this is not going to convert MQA or lossless or you know FLAC files. Uh, this is an analog device, so you need a headphone output, and then it's going to run through the DB12. What the DB12 does is actually pretty stunning. Though. The DB12 uses uh, technology, uh, AAA technology from uh, from THX. AAA is kind of a crazy, um, kind of a crazy deal. It's it's it uses uh, for in layman's context, it uses feed-forward uh, technology to basically analyze the input and then make corrections on the back end. Because um, every amplifier circuit, for the most part, they're always feedback loops, uh, which means they, they keep kind of recycling the signal back through and amplifying each stage. What I know is happening in a traditional feedback circuit is that it does add distortion a long way. No matter how good the amplifier is, every stage is going to basically create a little bit of distortion. With feed-forward technology, um, what it works a little bit differently in that it analyzes that input signal and makes calculations on what that distortion is going to be on the output. And it's able to make the corrections in the internal stages so that what happens at the back end is very, very clean. It's actually extremely efficient. What THX has done is taken that technology that usually sat in a bigger package and put it in something that's, you know, something that we could use in the size of a key fob. The DB12 actually boosts audio by 12 decibels when you turn the switch on. It is extremely clean power. And I, I can't like emphasize that enough. Most of your Headphone circuits, especially in your phones, are going to be 
kind of trashy in terms of like what they can do with the output and they tend to be at the end of their extreme right so when you're really have that thing turned up and this is true kind of for a lot of headphone circuits uh, on more consumer audio or even prosumer products it gets to the end of its tolerances and it, it kind of tends to get a little bit more lossy a little more distorted um and not even just you might not be able to hear distortion but you'll get crosstalk between the channels you'll get crosstalk between the cycles of the wave the db12 amp does amplification really really cleanly and it is amazingly loud so if you have a headphone circuit on a phone or on some other you know on your laptop um some other you know device you can run your headphone output more in a range where it runs efficiently without creating distortion and put the db12 in line after it and it is stunning what you what you're able to hear in terms of the db12 works so cleanly that the soundstage actually kind of feels like it expands it's very weird but it's like by eliminating some of that crosstalk distortion your stereo image cleans up you're able to you know have more transient power for peaks and that kind of content it just everything runs more efficiently and one of the things we talk about the db12 is like a lot of people have headphones that they can't use or they they haven't been able to use for a while because they're either like power hungry their resistance is really high and a laptop output uh, certainly a phone output you know audio output just can't handle it what those headphones need the db12 kind of puts those headphones back in your daily driver circle but it'll make you kind of fall in love with them again too because it's like your headphones might not have been your problem that it could have been what was driving your headphones in addition to the 12 decibels of uh of gain the db12 actually also has another six decibels of bass boost and we added that bass boost circuit because most users particularly in the west they like they're just used to hearing things with a little more thump the problem with a bass boost on most amplifier circuits is it just turns things into mush it's either a very indiscriminate kind of uh, low shelf eq that just gets added uh, or a low shelf boost that gets added and it tends to cloud the whole mix the bass boost on the db12 is really musical keeps doesn't destroy the rest of the mix it it but it adds kind of that that low end beef where you want it it just kind of makes things thump and it's on a switch so you can if you don't if you don't want it all the time you can take it down one of the biggest the two biggest things that are really interesting about the db12 in talking to users is um i've got a friend who he's his he's a youtuber he does software reviews and he has to uh he takes edits you know at the end of the day from an editor who works remotely but there are times when he's taking edits and he's not where he needs to be in terms of you know with uh you know he sometimes he's watching edits on his phone just to make sure uh, things you know timing got right or whatever but using the db12 he can actually hear problems that might get missed if he's just listening either with a bluetooth wireless true wireless product or even with a smaller headphone uh he's just like he's like you can't believe like even watching on my laptop on my couch i'm able to click in the db12 and i can actually like pick up on things that I might have missed 
otherwise. Um, and it, the DB12 does also come with, you know, some some kind of what <laughs> what I've heard some people are like, this is like a total quality of life thing. We've we've got the inline controls for volume and volume up, volume down, play pause, um, those transport controls as well. Uh, so there is like functionality other than just amplification. The other thing that's really great about the DB12 is um, some people are able to use this and they can actually listen at lower headphone volumes and still get the audio quality that they normally only really feel that they're getting at a higher volume. They're able to run you know, a bigger pair of headphones at a lower volume throughout the day, but they still feel like I'm still getting all this. I'm not missing anything. You know, a lot of times you've got a higher quality headphone and you're running at a low volume. Sometimes it just feels like uh, these need more juice. But then when you step into that more juice territory, it's like, yeah, but now I'm listening louder than I really want to listen, you know, um, on a on a extended period of time basis. And the DB12 actually uh, kind of puts things in a in a in a completely um, almost accidental way, uh, but you just don't think about it in terms of, yeah, if I'm listening at a, at a better quality, getting a better, you know, full frequency response, I'm actually able to listen quieter, which is really great. What really gets amazing is when you combine the two products, when you put the Bolt and the DB12 together, um, you are really walking around with a very audiophile setup in terms of mobile, um, you know, audio listening and uh, you you know you're getting high fidelity digital analog conversion from the bolt very clean and you're also getting amazing amplification from the db12 and you're doing it in a package that i mean you could put both these in your pocket you know walk around in your jacket if you want and 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 you'll be you'll you'd have an audiophile setup that even five years ago, 10 years ago, certainly you would have needed to be stationary at home for. Uh, it's really, really uh, stunning uh, time to be uh, working and, and, and living and using this audio. It's really cool. Well, you can put them in your pocket, but they come with nice pouches too. So <laughs> Yes, yes. And I should add too, with the Bolt, uh, you know, it is a USB-C product. Uh, but for Apple users, uh, we do specify the Apple Lightning to USB camera connection, the original one. And then we include uh, a USB-C to USB-A adapter with the Bolt. So, um, and we've got some things coming up for, you know, iOS users on that Bolt front. That'll be, um, that'll kind of change that and make that a lot more convenient so you're not working with the what I refer to as the John Darko adapter chain of death. Terrific. Can you give us an idea about the pricing on the DB12? Yes, the DB12, and I'm going to check that again because again, we're, we're these these things get. Different. And if I'm not mistaken, you have a bundle too. There's the Hi-Fi bundle. Um, currently, uh, the DB12 is at the street price. The MSRP is at uh, one seventy nine ninety nine, uh, but you can get it today at one twenty four ninety nine. Our Hi-Fi bundle, you can get both products uh, for $179.99 uh, today. Normally, it's a $299 uh, US package, um, but if you were to order right now, it'd be uh, $179.99. Terrific. And for more info, is the best place, helmaudio.com? 
HelmAudio.com is uh, is the best place to go. And uh, just in case, I'm going to mention it. You know, uh, with with all of our products, with any questions that you have, you can if you go to HelmAudio.com, uh, you're able to contact support directly there. Or if you wanted to email support at HelmAudio.com, we work really hard to make sure that our customers are happy um, worldwide. Terrific. Chris Hiley, thank you for taking the time with us. Hey, Fred, thanks for having me. Have a good day. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.